My name is Carlin Borisenko, and you are listening to the Actively Unwoke podcast. Hey, I'm sorry to have been absent for the last week or so. You might be able to hear it in my voice, or maybe I will be able to produce the heck out of it so that it makes no difference, but I've been a little under the weather. It's actually pretty difficult for me to talk for a sustained period of time, but we're going to give it a try because the show must go on, and the woke left never dies. And uh, so we're going to record this here episode. I actually have so many episodes I need to catch up on. There's been so much going on lately. I don't know. I feel like race is coming back into fashion. And by fashion, I mean kind of taking over the news cycle again. People are starting to become aware that critical race theory never left schools. Just because they stopped covering it doesn't mean that it actually left schools. And so there's actually a lot to talk about and a lot to catch up on. But what I want to do today is I want to read you the latest article that I just wrote in my Woke Mind series. This is a series that I'm doing over on my Substack, which is Carlin, K-A-R-L-Y-N dot Substack.com. You can also get to it by going to activelyunwoke.com slash Substack, just in case you don't feel like learning how to spell my name yet. I'll get you there eventually. But this is a series that I'm doing on my Substack to explain in plain English why the woke left do what they do and how you can expect them to behave in any given circumstance. I think that this is the fifth article in the series. I actually haven't even recorded podcasts for all of the articles, but you can find them over on the Substack, and they have their own little section. So if you look up in the menu at the top, you're going to see the woke mind section and you're going to be able to read all of them. And I will try to record podcasts when I can. But I'm going to be doing a little bit of additional commentary on this one as well. You know, when I record a podcast, I don't like to just read the article. I do actually like to talk about it a little bit more just to give you guys a little bit of extra. If you've missed episodes of the Actively Unwoke podcast, you can find the full archives over at activelyunwoke.com slash podcast. And if you appreciate the work I'm doing, I do try to keep this free for everyone. But if you can support my work financially, I would really appreciate it if you would do so. I am currently in a drive to increase the number of paid subscriptions on my Substack. Substack is going to become the home base moving forward, but you can uh, support on there or you can support me on Locals or Patreon or make a one-time gift, whatever's clever. And you can find out more information at activelyunwoke.com support. Let's dig into the article. The Woke Mind. They are addicted to outrage or how to survive an online cancel mob. (laughs) Last week, I had thousands of trans activists taking over my feed on Twitter because they didn't like that I told the truth about trans maxing. And if you missed the trans maxing article, you can find that on my Substack. It's crazy. Being mobbed on social media is a jarring experience when it happens the first time. Suddenly, you're getting notification after notification of people who seem to be acting like lunatics that are flat lying about who you are and what you stand for. It's not just the onesies and twosies that you can easily ignore. It's thousands of people. Luckily, this isn't my first time. I've experienced mobbings like this dozens of times over the past few years, both from the woke conservative right and the woke progressive left. 
And as a side note, yes, there is woke on the right too. Just because I focus on the left doesn't mean this doesn't exist on the right. As a reminder, woke means authoritarian. The right has just as much of an authoritarian problem as the left does. The reason that we focus on the left more is because the left is far more dangerous because they currently have power. But if the right took over and they had the same power that the left does, they would be just as bad. They would just be bad in different ways. We need to keep this in mind, folks. You can be politically conservative. You can also, quite frankly, be politically progressive. But you can be those things and not be a raging authoritarian. That's why I think libertarianism is the only way that makes sense moving forward. Call me crazy, but that's a different argument for a different day. Anyway, uh, we do focus in on the woke left, but this does happen on the right too. In fact, we are actually even seeing cancel mobs and this feigned outrage over Eliza Blue right now on Twitter. And if you haven't followed the Eliza Blue saga, yo, everyone's got to calm down. Eliza Blue is a real activist who has made progress. And spoiler alert, guys. She's also a human being that has a real life and has made mistakes throughout the course of her life. So I'm not going to go into the full saga here, uh, except to say that if you know what's going on, if you've heard about it, and quite frankly, if you exist in the online space, I don't know how you cannot hear about it at this point. Uh, I will say that this is an outrage mob. What is happening to Eliza Blue is an outrage mob, and it's nothing more, and that is proof that this type of cancel culture and this type of outrage addiction exists on the woke right just as much as it does on the woke left. We're not going to talk about that so much today. When you have experienced online mobbing more than once, it becomes very evident that there is a consistent pattern to it. Thousands of people, many of whom have never heard of you before, come out of the woodwork, all saying the same thing, almost as if they're completing some sort of cult ritual that requires complete and total obedience to the will of the group. There is no room for any dissent. And it's made clear that if you don't participate in the ritual, you will be their next target. Conform to the group or become an outcast yourself. Logic, reason, and free thought go out the window. Mobbing is not normal human behavior. It serves one purpose and one purpose only, to feed an addiction to outrage. Human beings can become addicted to emotions. The Woke Mind series is about the psychology of the woke left, helping you to understand why they do what they do so that you are prepared to go into battle with them effectively. The key word in the title of the series isn't woke, it's mind. If you want to understand why people do what they do, you have to understand what goes on in the mind drives all human behavior. Emotions are the most powerful driver of our behavior. Apart from our instincts relating to our own survival, food, safety, sex, our emotional brain makes the vast majority of our decisions. We may believe that most of our decisions are made logically. But that's just because our logical brain is the only part of our brain that we are consciously aware of. The emotional brain largely exists on a deeply subconscious level. So if you want to know why human beings do what they do, you must consider what they're feeling. Are they happy, sad, excited, depressed? The emotion 
that the woke left experiences more than almost any other is outrage. Outrage is even greater than anger. Anger is a stinging pain, while outrage is a destructive rampage. Outrage drives everything the woke left does. They are constantly in search of things to be outraged about. Racism, the patriarchy, transphobia, imaginary fascists, white supremacists that aren't even white. Every day they're upset about something new and have to declare a new thing offensive or oppressive. And if they can't find something to be upset about, they'll make it up. There's a reason that there's a list a mile long of things that are considered racist. Everything from trees to hockey to milk to streetlights to dogs. You can find a complete list in my book, Actively Unwoke, The Ultimate Guide for Fighting Back Against the Woke Insanity in Your Life, available now at activelyunwoke.com. The value they place on outrage is even higher than the value they place on truth or fairness or justice. Even consider this example from just this week. The woke left was outraged that Mr. Beast cured a thousand people of blindness. You can't make this stuff up, and I've got it linked to a tweet from Not the Bee, which is, of course, a publication of the Babylon Bee that publishes their more crazy articles. And the title of it is The NPCs are mad at Mr. Beast for curing a thousand people of blindness because the woke mob is eternally angry. Except Not the Bee gets it wrong. It's not anger, it's outrage. Those are two different things. They've become addicted to outrage. The point is that the target of their outrage is immaterial. What matters is the outrage itself because they need to feed their addiction. Think about a person who's addicted to smoking. They smoke every day, even though they know it's unhealthy. They carry cigarettes with them everywhere. They crave them looking forward to that next opportunity to take a puff. And if they go a day or two without a cigarette, their body starts to go through physical withdrawals, demanding to get its fix. This happens because every time they smoke, they're feeding their body the chemicals in the cigarette. When their body doesn't get those chemicals, it starts to demand them. The same is true with any type of addiction, alcohol, drugs, sugar, etc. We put these things in our body consistently, our body grows used to them, and when we stop putting them in our body, our body rebels and demands them. But here's something people don't realize. You can also become addicted to emotions in exactly the same way that you can become addicted to a substance. The process is the same, and so is the outcome. Think about a time when you've had a nightmare. Perhaps you dreamed that you were being chased through the woods by an axe murderer. You wake up, your heart is racing, you're sweating, your fists are clenched, you're on high alert, frantically scanning your surroundings. Now, did you just run a 5K? No, you were laying in bed. Then why does your body feel like it did? Because you dreamed that you were running through the woods, you experienced the fear and adrenaline associated with that experience, and your brain fed those hormones into your body to make you physically react to it. It doesn't matter that it just happened in your head. Your body is unable to tell the difference. 
This doesn't just happen when we have nightmares. Every time we experience an emotion, whether it's a good emotion or a bad emotion, our body sends hormones, excuse me, our brain rather sends hormones into our body to make us physically feel that emotion. That's why when you get excited, your heart races. Or when you get angry, you may clench your fists or grind your teeth. Or when you get nervous, you sweat. Or when you're in love, you feel flutters in your stomach. Your body is physically feeling the emotions you're having in your brain because your brain is producing chemicals that makes your body have a physical reaction. So what happens when you're addicted to an emotion? Well, you can get addicted to any emotion if you experience it over and over and over again consistently. But let's take the obvious addiction to outrage exhibited by the woke and what happens when their ability to engage in outrage is taken away. From the moment they wake up in the morning until the moment they go to sleep, the woke left are looking around for things to be outraged by. Again, racism, patriarchy, transphobia, oh my. Every time they find something that fits the bill, they express that outrage through comments, tweets, videos, or just plain screaming at the sky. Sometimes they even engage in violent behaviors. That's where Antifa comes from. They do this over and over and over again, all day, every day, for years, to the point where the outrage reads all over their face and they begin to deteriorate physically. There is a reason that people on the woke left look years older than they are, just look like their whole body is out of sorts, they look unhealthy, they, they, just, they do not read as well-adjusted human beings. There's a reason for that. When we exist in a state of outrage all day, every day, that outrage is going to read all over our face because what happens in our head makes its way into the body. Disease is caused by dis-ease. Dis-ease. If your mind is not at ease, your body is going to experience dis-ease. So almost three years ago, and I cannot believe it's been three years since the pandemic, my gosh, but almost three years ago, the outrage addictions of millions of leftists were suddenly ground to a halt. I want you to remember back now. Remember back to when the pandemic first started kind of getting into the public mind, to when people first started getting afraid, to when things first started shutting down. Remember that time. The pandemic and 15 days to slow the spread started back in March of 2020. This was the first time in years the woke left were forced into taking a break from their outrage addiction. Suddenly, there was a real problem for us to worry about. Because most of the problems of the woke left are made up. I hope you guys realize that. Most of the problems that the woke left comes up with and screams about and complains about and does all these things, they're made up problems. They're not real. Every once in a while, you get a kernel of truth but it's usually covered in a mound of bullshit. And so you have to form the base assumption that if they're complaining about something, it's probably not real or it's extremely distorted from what the truth actually is. So they come up with these fake things to be worried about over and over and over again. Now, suddenly when the pandemic started three years ago, we had a real problem. There is a distinct difference between the made-up problems of the woke left and a real problem like a virus that no one 
at the time understood that was making its way around the world that was killing people all these crazy videos coming out of china the economies of the entire world had to be shut down we went from being focused on the fake problems that the woke left was reading about all day every day to all of a sudden having these real problems that we had to grapple with and when this happened the woke left stopped complaining about the fake problems Think back to that. It was so quiet. I remember this because I had just really started getting into like the insanity of the woke left when all this was really kicking off. I had started uh, studying them probably about six months prior to this. And all of a sudden it was quiet and people weren't complaining about anything and there were no fake outbursts going on gone were the charges of racism and the screams of transphobia everyone was far too focused on finding toilet paper and figuring out how they were going to support their families with the economy completely shut down but just because the complaining stopped doesn't mean the addiction stopped the addiction was always there because the addiction stops for no one and as the weeks wore on they begun to direct their outrage in different directions. Remember, this is a time period when mask Nazis were born. That didn't come from nowhere. That came from the redirected outrage addiction of the woke left because they didn't have racism to complain about. They didn't have transphobia to complain about. They didn't have misogyny. They didn't have any of these made-up problems that they've been complaining about for years. All of a sudden, those are real problems, so they had to redirect the focus of their outrage to kind of correlate to the real problem. And that's what created mask Nazis. That's what created COVID Karens. That's what, cre- that's what resulted in senior citizens being locked in nursing homes, not able to see their loved ones even when they were on their deathbed. That's what resulted in people not being able to go to weddings, not being able to have funerals, not being able to go to the birth of their own kids. Was the outrage addiction of the woke left getting redirected and then their authoritarian tendencies being acted out on all of us because they didn't have anything else to focus on. And that took place for months and months and months and months. And then George Floyd died. And do you remember what happened when George Floyd died? The woke left shot out into the public square like they had been shot out of a cannon. Now, there were legitimate reasons to be upset about what happened to George Floyd. And we can discuss whether it was fentanyl or whether it was the cops. And my argument would probably be a combination of the two. I don't think either was good. But there are legitimate concerns to have about George Floyd and and how the police handled that situation. But the response of the woke left was completely disproportional to what happened. They rioted all summer, causing $2 billion of property damage, set fire to the White House, and even declared racism a public health emergency all around the country so that they could just ignore the COVID guidance that they had demanded we implement. As long as they were protesting about racism, it was fine. The virus did not spread when there were protests about racism because racism had been declared a public health crisis because the woke left demanded it. This was all a result. The disproportional outcome was a result of the outrage addiction not being fed for months and months and months. None of it made any sense, but it wasn't about that. The mob doesn't require logic. And it will reject anything that doesn't serve their master of outrage. 
The response to George Floyd was so disproportional because the addiction had not been fed for months. It was as if you put a kilo of coke in front of an addict who hadn't had their fix in a really long time. What did you think was going to happen? This is why James Lindsay's concerns regarding the potential of a drag Floyd are well-founded. Because if they don't have something to be upset about, they're going to create it. And if you haven't heard about this, I have an article about Drag Floyd on my Substack. You can go and search for it. I also have a link in this article that I'm reading right now. Drag Floyd is essentially the idea that James Lindsay believes, and I think he's onto something on this one, that the woke left are going to basically make the murder of a trans person or even worse than that, a drag queen, the center of their Summer of Love 2023. I think he's on to something because they're going to wait for an incident. And if an incident doesn't occur, don't be surprised if they create it because the addiction always needs to be fed. There's always some new outrage going on because the left needs to feed the addiction that they have created for themselves. And if you're wondering why racism never stops and they never seem to make any progress and there always seems to be new problems and it only start, keeps getting worse and worse and worse, it's because they're feeding their addiction. The woke left is not concerned about racism. They're not concerned about transphobia. They're not concerned about misogyny. They're not concerned about LGBTQ acceptance. They don't care about any of that stuff. They don't want to make the world a more fair and just place. They don't want everyone to be welcome. They don't care about inclusivity. They don't care about diversity. They don't care about belonging. They, they excommunicate entire swaths of the country. You're telling me they care about inclusivity and acceptance? No, 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 no. This is not the party of empathy. This is the party of outrage. And that's why it'll never stop. Because the addiction stops for no one. Even if they get their permanent Marxist revolution, which is what the real goal is at the end of the day, they're still not going to stop then. Because even when you hand them exactly what they want, even when you hand them a win, there's just more demands and there's just more upset and there's just more outrage. Because it's an addiction. And if you don't treat it like an addiction, then you're never going to get over it. So what does that mean? What happens when the woke left comes for us? You have to treat it like an addiction. Are you going to take the ramblings of a cokehead seriously? No. You wouldn't do that. Are you going to are you going to take the 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 insanity of your junky cousin that you see every couple of years at the family reunion? Are you going to take that person seriously? I mean, you can feel bad for them. I'm not suggesting you don't have empathy for them. Though the woke left make it very hard to have empathy for them. But are you going to take that person seriously? No. Just because they're coming at you and they're upset at you doesn't mean that you have to allow them to ruin your day or ruin your experience. You are under no obligation to buy into the insanity that they have created in their head. Other people's emotions are not your problem. Other people's outrage addictions are not your problem. And yeah, they, they're going to try to make it your problem. 
They're going to come into your Twitter. They're going to say mean things. They're going to spread lies all over the internet. They are going to send you. I've, I've gotten dozens of death threats in the last co- in the last week. Dozens of them. I've had people publicly posting about how they're going to bash me in the head 30 times. That's super fun. And you report them and you log it and you send it to the police. But know that they're addicts. They're addicts. And at the end of the day, that's all that's happening is they're feeding the addiction. So if you find yourself at the center of a cancel mob, hold your head up. Know you didn't do anything wrong. No, they don't even actually really care about you. It's not about you at all. Most of them probably don't even know your name. They don't know what you're about. They don't know what you believe. Let them re and whine and complain. Block them. Report death threats. (laughs) It feels funny to laugh about death threats, but it's like, it's when you put it into the perspective of these people are literally addicts. Try in your head to see them as a person that's huddling in the corner, just just their whole body shaking because they're just they're so desperate for that next fix. That's what they are. The mind of the woke left is working against them because they have caused it to work against them by feeding it outrage over and over and over and over again. But just because their mind is working against them doesn't mean you have to suffer the same fate. If you can rationally understand what's happening, then you're going to be able to do battle with them. And in this case, when you get the cancel mob coming after you, there's a couple different things you can do. You can play with them a little bit, which is fun. Or you can just choose to ignore them. Sign off the internet. Block them. Block all of them. Block early. Block often. Block liberally. Nothing pisses them off more. Except maybe when you hide their replies on Twitter. Oh, God, they hate that. They hate it so much. But the moral of the story is this. You are under no obligation to feed their outrage addiction. You're under no obligation to interact with their delusion. So let them re. Let them complain. Shut off your computer. Shut off your phone. Go out into the world. It's going to be over in a couple days because they will have moved on to their next target. That's how you survive the woke cancel mob. You just got to go through it. Do not bend the knee. Do not give them what they want. And it doesn't matter. It does not matter what their demands are. Do not bend the knee to the mob ever. Because it's not about fairness and justice. It is only about getting you to capitulate. And if you capitulate when you are under attack, then they will know that they can use that tactic against you over and over and over. The only way through a woke cancel mob is through the woke mob. So hold your head up high. Know that you're surrounded by a bunch of unhinged lunatics, literally. And know that in a couple of days... They're going to move on, and they're going to go target someone else. And they're going to leave you alone until maybe the next time. But when it happens over and over again, I promise you it gets easier every single time. And you're going to be able to see the lunacy of it, the unhinged madness of it. 
And that's when you can disconnect and say, not today, Satan. Not today. All right, guys, that's all I've got for this one. I hope you enjoyed it and the little extra flair. And again, if you would like to support my work and keep these podcasts free for everyone, please head over to activelyunwoke.com slash support and join me on Locals, Patreon, Substack, make a one-time gift, whatever works for you. I can't do it without you, and I really appreciate it. We'll see you next time.